0: Hey, Maniacs. Welcome back to the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. I hope you all had a great Memorial Day weekend, spent some time with family, barbecue a little bit, but most importantly, remember the fallen, the servicemen and women who died on the line of duty to help keep our country safe and free. Stopping by later on is Chief Master Sergeant Joshua Stevens from the Command Post. And he's going to talk to us about the Safe Maniac program in its entirety. That's right. No more gray areas, no more questions, no more wondering what happens after you utilize the program. He's going to talk about in full what happens if you do happen to make that phone call to get a safe ride home. At the end of the episode, I'm going to introduce a brand new addition to the Maniac radio show. It's going to be a survey question. I'll ask a question and you as the listener will be able to answer that question or express any interests you may have about that topic. Let's go ahead and check out the headlines with your Maniac News. The 2016 Airman Development Seminar is approaching fast, and the Command Chiefs want to make sure you take action to participate in the event. The goal of the seminar is to help junior enlisted and company-grade officers understand the complete scope of job functionalities that make up the Main Air National Guard. The intent is that with a better understanding of what the rest of the base does on a daily basis, job performance and unit cohesiveness will increase to an all-time high. Senior Airman Grace Short has attended the seminar in the past and explains why she finds it beneficial. Listening to them speak made me think about where do I see myself in a year, five years, ten years. And I never really thought in that sense before. So we were able to get a different perspective other than just our own. The event is June 9th and 10th and will run from 0730 to 1600 at the RTI. For more information or to express interest in attending, contact your appropriate chain of command. Continuing your education is encouraged in today's military, and the Chief's Council wants to help you out with furthering that education. The 2016 Maine State Chief's Scholarship applications are now being accepted. Each year, the Chief's Council awards a Maine Air National Guard member with a $500 scholarship to help pay for school. The deadline for application submissions is August 12th, Contact your friendly neighborhood chief for additional details. Family Day is around the corner and the Airman Family Readiness Office needs volunteers. Whether it's serving barbecued food, helping kids play games, or giving tours of the KC-135, you can do your part this Family Day by helping making it a memorable one for the Maniac families. Drew Matlins from the Airman Family and Readiness Office explains why it may be beneficial for you to be a volunteer.
1: We're not asking for much, we're asking for 30 minute shifts, nothing's taxing or difficult. I can tell you that pretty much anybody who volunteers almost always says they got more out of the experience than the people they were volunteering for. It's a lot of fun interacting with people, helping kids play games.
0: Family Day starts at 1130 and runs until 1500. That's all we have for the Maniac Headlines. Keeping you informed is our mission. Hey guys, just a quick shout out about the Maniac Marriage Retreat. I know I mentioned it in the last episode, but there's still time to sign up. You can explore the underlying dynamics of male and female relationships combining striking clarity and practical solutions to common relationship woes. Do. Or do not. There is no try. The seminar runs from Friday to Sunday, June 17th through the 19th at Sunday River Resort. The Maniac Marriage Enrichment Seminar. To register, go to www.jointservicessupport.org. The 101 critical days of summer are finally here. The weather is getting nicer outside. Just make sure if you're out with your friends, you're out with your family, you're enjoying the weather. Just be safe. Look out for each other. Look out for yourself. And do not become another statistic for our safety office. Speaking of the 101 critical days of summer, let's take a quick look at the weather for this weekend. It looks like Saturday is going to be fairly warm with a high of 81 degrees. Time to pull out those ABU shorts. Sunday looks a little bit cooler with a high of 69, partly cloudy with possible showers. Perfect fishing weather for after drill. Monday looks like it's going to be a high of 71, showers all day, as well as Tuesday with a high of 75, partly cloudy with possible rain. As I mentioned earlier, the superintendent for the command post, Chief Master Sergeant Josh Stevens, has stopped by to talk about the Safe Maniac program in its entirety and how it works. Chief Stevens, thank you for coming in to talk to us today. Thank you for having me. So I think there's uncertainty or maybe some um, some gray area when people come, when they think about the Safe Maniac program. And the whole purpose of having you stop by today and, uh, and talk to us is to, is to basically clear that up and run through step by step on how the Safe Maniac program works. It's, a, it's an awesome program, it's, a, it's an awesome utility and asset that we have here at the 101st where we ensure that our Maniacs get home safely from where they are um, to, to get back home and not get behind the wheel after having just one drink. Could you explain to us a little bit what the overall goal is of the Safe Maniac program?
1: Absolutely, uh, the the goal is to make sure that everyone has a safe ride. And it, and it doesn't matter if it's uh, an evening out where someone believes that they've had too much to drink or if it's a situation where somebody Uh, finds themselves somewhere, and their surroundings become unfamiliar, and perhaps they're a bit nervous about uh, some of the decisions that they've made, and they don't have any other way home. That's the it was the real reason for us adopting this program that we got, we, we I don't wanna say stole, uh, but we borrowed from Topeka, Kansas, from Forbes Field. Uh, they call it Friends of Forbes. We call it the Safe Maniac program.
0: As, as you said, the overall goal is to make sure that, they, that the Maniacs get from where they are to get back home safely, and that's all we care about. We don't care about whether or not how much they've had to drink, how uh, where they've been, who's been with them, what time it is—it's to, to ensured they get home safely. How does the process work, like from start to finish? I mean, if so just—and you can give an example, like. Sure.
1: If uh, if an individual finds themselves uh, in a situation where they they need a ride, uh, they would call the command post. Uh, that's the number that's listed on the Safe Maniac program keychain. Uh, At that time, the command post controller would ask them just a few basic questions to make sure that they were a unit member. That is really the only reason that we ask what their name is uh, or ask for any part of their social security number so that we can validate that against the alpha roster. Uh, Once it's been ascertained that they are, in fact, a unit member, uh, we call one of the local uh, taxi companies that has agreed to work with us, and we get them a safe ride to wherever it is that they're going.
0: And, that's, that, and you just kind of touched on it a little bit, but that's just to make sure when you're asking those questions to make sure that some someone someone random isn't just calling and trying Correct. to get a free ride, which, you know, unfortunately, there are going to be people out there that are going to try and do that.
1: Correct. And we don't ask if there's uh, multiple people in the party, let's say. We, we don't ask for all the members. We just have the one person that's making the phone call essentially be the vouching authority for them. And that's not to encourage it to be maliciously utilized. That's, that's because we trust our people. And it's they're making a good decision and we want to make sure that we're providing them a uh, the the service that they're looking for and that service is just to get home safely
0: we talked about the beginning you talked about the middle so how about at the end of it where does where does this get reported anywhere is there a list that you guys keep of the names or how does that whole thing work
1: okay so the the list of the names is something that's considered close hold within the command post it's not something that's released outside of the command post as a matter of fact uh, the only notification that the command staff uh, and Commander specifically receives is that the program was utilized. There are no names associated, uh, so I guess you could say that I'm the only one or the controllers are the only ones that know the actual names of the people, but it's not it's not something that uh, is advertised, it's not something that's known to anyone at all. Um, So all of that information is, uh, we count them from year to year, and we bring that number forward, but the listing of the individuals and their names and their social security numbers are shredded at the end of every year.
0: Oh, that's good to know. So since the beginning of this program, the start of this program, how many instances have you, how many phone calls have you guys received in the command post?
1: Since 2014, when uh, the program was stood up, we've received uh, 21 phone calls. uh, Like I said, it it could have been a a couple more. Uh, Our... Our tracking method at the beginning wasn't uh, as formalized as it is now, but uh, 21 times the program has been successfully utilized since 2014.
0: Oh, that's good. Um, And that's, that's good to see that people are actually utilizing the program. And aren't scared of it, or, or worried about where it's going to go, or any of that stuff. So, what about like the extra duty, the extra responsibility your the command post has? Is it receptive? Like, how, are they? Uh, do, do you guys take pride in this this extra responsibility, or is it something that you may see the phone call and you may take the phone call, and you, you're being deterred from your normal, everyday work and c- consider it a hindrance?
1: Yeah, they most certainly take pride in it. And, you know it. If- if the phone call is coming in uh, late at night, if there's, uh, there's obviously uh, two controllers on block going on in the way of our normal duties at that time and, and this uh, helps to, to break that time up. But uh, more importantly, you know, it's, it's maniacs helping maniacs and the command post controllers really, really understand what our role in the mission is and, and they know that they're providing a good service, helping to provide that good service, I should say. And, and making sure that our people are taken care of.
0: Um, where does the funding come from? I mean it's not something that just uh, pulled out of uh, federal funding, is it
1: right? No, this is uh, this is all done by donation. Uh, we have uh, a number of people that have donated uh, gift cards, uh, visa gift cards, things like that over uh, the last year or so that's helped to keep, continue to fund the program and uh, we, we've never run out of funding.
0: It's awesome, Chief. So just to recap everything we kind of talked about today, um, the overall goal of this program is to make sure that our maniacs are getting home safely. And it's not about reporting the names, keeping track of who it is, where they are, where, how much they've had to drink. It's to make sure they get home safely.
1: That is absolutely 100% the case. And if, if people take nothing else from this conversation, I, I hope they take that and they understand that uh, nobody's going to be punished for making a good decision and that good decision is picking up the phone, dialing four zero four seven seven eight eight, calling the command post, talking to a controller there, and making sure that they or their party get home safely. That's that's what it's there for, and that's what we uh, that's what we stand ready to help them accomplish.
0: That's great. No thanks, Chief. Thanks for stopping by and talking to us today. Uh, thank you. It's been my pleasure. That was Chief Stevens from the command post explaining in detail how the Safe Maniac program works. Thanks, Chief. And now it's time for your Maniac Fact. Today's fact is brought to you by the 101st Security Forces Squadron. As one of the largest career fields in the Air Force, it's the job of security forces to protect, defend, and fight. They are responsible for defending air bases around the globe, base law enforcement, combat arms, and so much more. It takes a combination of mental and physical toughness because it's up to you to protect your fellow airmen. For more information, contact your local recruiter. And here's your Maniac Fact. For those of you who listened to episode 2 of the Maniac Radio Show, we talked about General John J. Pesch, who not only served multiple in-theater active duty tours, but also served as the director of the Air National Guard. And for those of you who may have noticed, located on our base we have Pesch Circle, and you may stop and think to yourself that the General shares the same name. So therefore, it must have been named after the General. Wrong, sir! Wrong! Good day, sir! In fact, Pesh Circle is named after John Pesh Jr., the general's son, who, like his father, was also an Air Force pilot. And he was tragically killed in an F-105 aircraft accident in 1978. So there you have it. Pesh Circle, located on our base, is rightfully named after a fellow airman who gave his life serving his country. So as I briefly mentioned earlier, we're introducing a brand new element to the Maniac radio show. It's a survey question that we call the Survey Sound Off. Once a month, I'll ask a question, and we want to hear from you as our listeners about what you think concerning that topic. Each month, depending on what the question is, there will be a different point of contact of who you can express your concern, ideas, or answers with, whatever that question may be. This month's point of contact is Chief Master Sergeant Dan Moore, so feel free to reach out to him concerning this month's survey sound off. And here's your survey question. Do you feel you receive sufficient skill level training within your AFSC? If not, what would you do to make it even better? So again, there's your survey question. Feel free to contact Chief Master Sergeant Dan Moore to discuss your thoughts, your ideas about how you can improve skill level training with specific AFSCs. And that's it, Maniacs, for this episode of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. Once again, it's been a pleasure talking with you and keeping you informed of what's going on in your Maniac world. I hope you all have a safe drill weekend. And keep in mind that we are in the 101 critical days of summer. So keep an eye out for yourself as well as your wingmen. Also, feel free to email me with questions or concerns or maybe ideas that you may have to contribute to the Maniac Radio Show. I look forward to seeing you all around base this weekend. And until next time, so long from the 101st Public Affairs Office.